Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. And we are back in studio, Thomas Kislett, with the Rome Floyd Chamber. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I see you live. <laughs> How are color. you? Um, um, fantastic. Fantastic. Same busy. Uh, Busy uh, with ribbon cuttings coming up. You know, you remember we signed up uh, 181 new members, <laughs> and they all want to take uh, you know advantage of their benefit, of course. Now, so um, you know we have to service them, and we're looking forward to them. And uh, we had a great one last week with uh, Fazolos, Fazolis. Uh, um, that's a new place uh, there in, in the East Bend. And um, yeah, just looking forward to it. Yeah, that was the the successful result of the recent membership drive. You added all these new members, and we we've done a recent podcast about that, so you can go back in our archive and listen to that if you're interested about more. I did want to say, as always, we are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios. We work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune, and we are coming from our studio today inside the Manus Business Center at the corner of Turner McCall and Broad Street. So it's great to be in studio, uh, Thomas. We got a couple of great guests here. Would you mind? doing the honors and introducing them? Sure, absolutely. Today we have Austin Matthews, and he's with Matthews Lighting and Electric. Hi, How Austin. How you doing, guys? It's good to see you. Glad to be here. And then we have Chad Smith, and uh, he's with Trinity Motor Cars. So, What's up, guys? Hey, good morning, everyone. <laughs> Chad, the life of the party, who's done the show before. This is old <laughs> This is old school to Chad. <laughs> he was one of the first ones, right? I think he was yeah, a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago. Uh, you yeah, might have been on twice. Have you been on twice, I've Chad? been on twice of third, number three. Yeah. Uh, you, may have, you may go in our Hall of Fame. Maybe the third appearance is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you get me a plaque or something? So, yeah. uh, uh, that sounds expensive. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sounds like I'll a new co I'll pay for it. You know, I'll buy my own plaque. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> that, that would be sad, wouldn't that it? Would be <laughs> we, uh, we got you a complimentary bottle of water. Oh, that's, listen, that'll work. <laughs> uh, that's yours, by the way, Thomas, your bottle of water. And, and uh, Austin, you got one out there as Thank well. You, Thank you. Um, in, case, in case you need to wet your whistle a little bit. Well, uh, Austin, since, since you're the newbie here, um, tell us a little bit about Matthew's, is Matthew's Lighting and Electrical? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've been in business. Um, for about a year now, a little over a year, um, mainly specializing in residential, new construction, um, service work, a whole lot of kitchen renovations, bathroom renovations, um, a whole lot of can lights, recessed lighting in houses, stuff like that. Um, starting to get into some bigger stuff, a little more uh, multi-home or multi-family homes. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Got a, uh, got a guy developing a bunch of tiny homes down on um, South Broad, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere around yeah, here. Yeah. Near, near the Kids Country Club. Um, and uh, they're going to be pretty cool. So looking forward to doing those. It's going to be different. Something something you don't see in Rome, per se. Um, so that could turn into something bigger. Now, uh, we were talking before the show, born and raised in Rome. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Our Murchie. Um, But you always kind of had this desire to do your own thing. So you, you worked in the industry for 10 years, but you started your own business about a year and a half ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it pretty much started just from back in high school. I, I couldn't see myself flipping burgers for $7 an hour, you know, at, for three hours after school and stuff like that. So I just decided to throw a lawnmower in the back of the truck and that was my money, you know? Um, and just kind of, kind of grew from there. Uh, right out of high school, went to school for electrical work, uh, George Northwestern and, uh, just from the beginning, I've always wanted to do my own thing. I've always been a, a real headstrong person. Um, yeah. 
Chad, you're nodding at headstrong. Does that ring a bell with you? Man, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even work for myself some days, you know? <laughs> was that, well, uh, Austin, one final point here before we move on to Chad is that you started this business right in the meat of the pandemic, right? Yeah. So why? That was, uh, <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Why? I ask myself that a lot. Why? Um, and uh, man, it was tough at first, but uh, it kind of it just it it was the right time to do it. Um, I really enjoyed working for the last company I was with. I was only with them for about a year and a half, um, but they treated me really well. I uh, had good bosses to work for, but it's just it was one of those things where uh, what I had what I had in my mind, what I wanted to do, wasn't exactly what was happening, um, and it just wasn't the, the the road they wanted to take. So. It just felt like the right thing to do. It was the right time to do it. Um, just every, all the stars lined up, you know. And, uh, yeah, it, it just happened to be right in the middle of the worst time to do it ever. <laughs> but it's worked out good so far. Well, that's, it's that, been good. I, we celebrate the entrepreneurial spirit here. Uh, that, that's what it's all about, business and creating connections. Now, Chad, you've been on a couple of times before. You own Trinity Motor Car Company. Yes, sir. Um so give me the background again. When did you start that? What is your background? Things like that. Uh, I was born in Albany, Georgia, and uh, was raised up there. And I knew I was getting out of that town just as soon as the, I was able to on the first thing smoking. And uh, <laughs> I come up when I was about 18 years old to the Atlanta area. And uh, I moved to Rome uh, actually in 2005 for the first time. And uh, was a, when the economy collapsed in 2008 and nine, I lost everything. Went completely bust. Uh, went to work for a man uh, running one of the largest buy here, pay here stores in Atlanta. Did that for six years and come back to Rome, um, which I had no intention of doing. But I ended up back in Rome. And, uh, man, Rome's been so good to me. And so how did you get in the car business? Well, I've, I've always wanted – I've always fooled with cars. Like from the time I was eight years old, I, that's all I wanted to do was fool with cars. So, um uh, there's not many things on cars I hadn't done. And, uh, but my background is just cars all my life. So a hobby became a career, uh, a passion. What was that phrase that if you, if you find what you love, it's not work, right? It isn't. There's, that's so true. Like I get to fool with hot rods all day and now I got employees <laughs> so I can just go throw donuts and hot rods, man. You know, like they can do all the work and yeah, how cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, and you, you, you're located out, out off, uh, Dean. Yes, sir. And, but you also recently expanded across the street. You're on both sides. I did. Uh, how's that going? It's great. Um, so I have a real good relationship with, uh, Coosa Valley Credit Union and, uh, opportunity to come up to buy their building that was across the street. And so we're now on both sides of the road there. Uh, we've probably got 120, 130 cars there today. And so, uh, one of the largest used inventories in, in Georgia. Wow. Good for you. So when, when you first started, just take us through the process. Were you nervous? Were you were you scared? Were you well, confident? No, I wasn't. I've, I've never been scared because I was born. I wasn't born rich, you know. So it, it, being broke is. I've never I'm never scared of being broke. I know how to survive that way too, if I need to, you know. So being scared was not an issue. Uh, but uh, for me, it was more about I had been a failure before, right? I mean, uh, they say the average millionaire's been been broke six or seven times, and uh, so I'd been broke plenty of times before, and. Uh, Fortunately for me, I have a spouse and a wife who we've been married 23 years now. We got married when we were kids. Yeah. And she was all for it. You know, she, uh, and I got some good training in that six years away. Uh, I, I met a mentor who really taught me how to do business. I knew how to do business, but he taught me how to go 
to the next level. And uh, I found that out in, in life. You need some people around you that are willing to teach you something that you don't know. And you've got to be willing to learn it. Sure. Well, and I know oh, because we've touched on this before, the, the name of the company is Trinity Motor Car Company, but that, that's a faith-based it is. Uh, c- a connection for you. So how important is that to you and where did that come from? Well, that was number one, right? So I, I decided um, I was a terrible alcoholic. I, I became an alcoholic and it, I had some drug issues. Man, I, had, I was not a good person back in my 20s. And about the time I hit 31 or so, um, I gave my life to Christ, got cleaned up, and uh, decided to follow that path with my life. And I knew that uh, if I was going to follow that path, I was going to have to do it in my personal life, my business life. It was just going to it was going to permeate through everything that I did. And uh, man, what a ride that's been! Well, yeah. When did you start Trinity Motor Car? Uh, this company here in Rome, we started in 2015. So you've just been blowing and going for the last six years out there on Dean. Yes, sir. Uh, and sales are good. Pandemic affects you pandemic did affect us in a positive way um we did more business in 2020 than we've ever done and it it was just incredible well it's funny why, why do you think that is because the the we know the housing market took off um i mean there were obviously lots of businesses that were devastated you know your 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 restaurants and bars and things like that but why do you think it affected yours that way i think people were home and bored and uh they, they wanted to do something and we were open when everybody else closed down we were open they they come and Bought a new car to ride around in to see the sights. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's, yeah. that's logically that's all I can. Uh, you know, they they had money to burn and and spend, and people were out buying. And uh, we we see it like you said in the housing market. We see it all across. There's no inventory anywhere. You know, you could try to buy go buy a new jet ski right now. There's no inventory. Uh, people are just buying them as fast as they can build them. It's just wild. Yeah, it's funny. That's could, a stimulus check, also. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking as well. They, they're they're them. Yeah. You know, but that's that's what it's intended for. You know, it's coming back uh, into in the, the economy. In the economy, yeah. so um, great thing. We were stimulated. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting you mentioned because you sit back and think about life at that time. In uh, the you know the pandemic is still going on, but you know you couldn't go to a ball game, you couldn't go to the movies, uh, you couldn't go out to eat. So I guess people wanted to go for a drive. That's right. um, so, so uh, Austin, have you seen your business pick up slowly but surely? Over oh, the yeah. Last? Yeah. I mean, I would say, uh, you know, we started like June 1st of last year. Uh, I would say the first three months were kind of just, just building clientele, uh, letting people know we were in business more or less. But then it was like after the first three months, it was on. I mean, we I almost couldn't keep up. Um, and I can tell uh, to, to what Thomas said, uh, I can't tell you how many jobs we did. And the first thing they said was, yeah, we got our stimulus and we wanted to, wanted the kitchen redone and we got our stimulus. We wanted new lighting in the living room, um, which is great. Like you said, it's, that's what it's for. So, so, so you, you touched on this briefly earlier, but like what kinds of lighting are people doing and what do you, you can do everything, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done uh, lately a whole lot of under cabinet lights, um, and a lot of kitchens and stuff like that. Um, bunch of recessed lighting, can lights and in, in living rooms, kitchens, um, that's that's been our two biggest biggest ticket items. Um, a whole lot of uh, people with like fuse panels and stuff like that. You know, their insurance is kind of giving up some trouble. Um, and it's it's time to you know it's time to redo it. So we've been putting in a lot of, a lot of new panels and stuff like that. If you've got a fuse panel, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell somebody that's not safe. But it's it's probably time to to go ahead and switch that out. Right. So, um, so what is your what when you started the business? Obviously, you want to get the doors open. You want to generate business. But what's what's the big dream? Uh, just keep growing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 
I think about that all the time and it, 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 it seems to change a lot. You know, one day I'll be thinking, man, it'd be nice to have, you know, a big, nice shop with, with 20 trucks out there, 50 guys, um, and just kind of managing it. And then, and then we have a real busy week and I'm 50 hours in and I've still got all the paperwork to do at home. And I'm like, you know, it was a lot easier. When it was just me changing out light bulbs, you know, <laughs> but, uh, it's changing. I mean, I honestly, right now I couldn't tell you, you know, just, keep on rocking what we're doing, get a little bigger as we go. Um, our average ticket last year was probably around a thousand, 1200 bucks. If we can get that up to, you know, doing some bigger 10,000, $20,000 jobs, which is kind of what we're doing right now. A lot of new houses. Um, I really enjoy the multifamily, uh, dwelling kind of stuff, you know, apartment complexes, uh, duplexes, townhomes, stuff like that. Is it, is it you and how many people right now? I got two guys right now. Yeah. Um, just hired a new guy. Uh, real hopeful with him. He's got like 23 years experience. So he's a real good one to have. Um, even just the knowledge he'll bring on, on different, different aspects of what we're doing, you know? Well, so I guess the good selling point is it's you, it's a small company. So you get personal attention for your customers. Yeah. And one thing I can say is, uh, if we come out to do a job, almost a hundred percent chance, I'd say a 98% chance, um, or 98% of the time, you're going to have a licensed electrician at, at the house on the job. Um, if I'm not doing the work, then I'm checking the work. You know what I mean? There's almost never a time where I'm not going to go behind. Even 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 my new guy, um, there's not a chance I'm I'm not going to go behind and just make sure everything's good, make sure the customer's happy, uh, make sure we clean up good behind ourselves and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what you're getting with us. Well, it's funny you mentioned the paperwork. There's always the part part of a job <laughs> where you're not doing the actual electrical work, yeah. which you like. What, what are some other things maybe you did not anticipate? That, <laughs> all of that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's taxes. It like, yeah. Well, you know, and, and I, I've never been a huge, it doesn't kill me to pay my taxes. Um, you know what I mean? I, I just like, that's my duty to, to pay them in. So just wait. Um, yeah, I know. I know it, it hurts, but, uh, um, I'm not in the, I'm not in the, the, the real hurt and bragging. Well, I'm, yet, not, I'm not talking about the amount of money. I'm just yeah. talking about the headache. Yeah. So uh, one thing I learned really early on was to delegate that to someone that that's their profession. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, my biggest fear was I was going to, I was going to get a knock at the door and all right, Mr. Matthews, come with us. You didn't pay your taxes <laughs> last year. You, you were $200 short. Come yeah. with us. You know, you're going to have to go spend, spend a couple of weeks th- in jail. That's so. not going to be a knock. They're just going to come right. Yeah. In. They're going to kick the door <laughs> in. That's the worst thing. And so, um, I got I got a good tax lady, uh, and I don't have I don't have a whole lot of issues yet. Um, but that was a big fear of mine for perhaps, sure. Perhaps we should not be talking about this on the internet. <laughs> no kidding, no doubt. Uh, so, but but uh, can you give him any advice? He's got a growing company. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. I started off and and I, I just I, I just I like cars, right? Yeah. I didn't want to do all the. I didn't want to do everything else that comes along with owning the business. It's like what you're talking about, man. I had no intention of any of that happening, mm-hmm. but it inevitably happens. And my, my 50 hours turned into a hundred hours, turned into 120 hours, turned into, I might as well just have slept there. Right. And, uh, it took me about two years for my, my, uh, my infrastructure to catch up with the business. Yeah. Right. So try to stay out in front of your infrastructure as you're growing, be, yeah. a, be really important to keep your quality of life up. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, one of the things I, like you said, I, 
50 hours turns to 100, man. It's like for every 40 to 50 hours of productive business we have out in the field, it's like there's 15 hours of non-productive you have to do as far as paperwork, billing, which is something you do not want to fall behind on. Correct. <laughs> because you may forget for a day or two, but them customers, they, they don't forget. And yeah, rule number one is the billing goes out. Yeah, <laughs> you want to make sure you get them bills out. Because that, um, that cash flow, you're, if, if they're paying on 30 days, it's not going to start till they get the bill. Exactly. <laughs> um do you find yourself, because this is one thing where I also feel like Chad is obviously successful in, the, just the aspect of sales. You know, you're an, you're an electrician by trade, but you've got to create relationships. You yeah. gotta, you gotta, you're selling yourself and your business, Oh yeah. Uh, but you've got a great personality, and that's part of it. So, so have you adjusted to, well to that? Yeah, well, he, he joined that. a chamber. Yeah, so yeah. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think that was definitely a good move, but... Uh, yeah, so that was definitely an adjustment. Um, I've I've always been, even when I work for other people, I've always been uh, a good customer person. You know, I, I can talk to about anybody. Um, I'm pretty good at reading people and matching matching their um, energy. Energy. There we go. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Yeah, and uh, my so co- my co-host energy. Chad. Right. Yeah. 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 You need to get this man a job. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so matching their energy and stuff like that. Um, I that's probably one of my favorite parts of the job is talking to people, going and going and looking at stuff, um, trying to get what's in their mind out of their mind and put it on paper, um, and really, really paint the right picture and sell it to them. Well, I was coming to you in a minute, Thomas, to discuss that uh, because that is the importance of the chamber. What you guys do is create connections, and you help small businesses sell themselves for lack of a better word because it creates creates connections right 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 and one of the key benefits uh is you know that instant um promotion of the business so if you, we're sitting here right right here right now and we have you reach you know thousands of people with um uh, the podcast being posted on the Rome news tribune website and it's a big seller for us and then also the ribbon cuttings that's something we need to discuss and you know um we do that far in advance, so that gives you a certain uh, amount of newsletters, and you know we we spread the word, and then um, also other other media outlets that we can help you with, and then of course you know the connection. So um, I talked about that at the orientation meeting um, a couple of weeks ago. You know, just just I know your schedules are busy, but you know we have certain events all around the time. You know, so we have some early morning uh, events. Um, with presentations we have some uh late night ones so uh just come and network and you know don't be afraid to ask so i think i already see like great relationships you know you you mentioned also mentoring you know uh you you're kind of like a business veteran and you went through all of this you know but uh you probably wouldn't mind sharing if you you know a new startup you know just locally um you know, yeah. make make the community grow just just Absolutely. to give, give give some advice, you know, and then you know who knows what type of uh, kind of uh, relationships develop. And speaking of that, I have a question. You know, if you just l- think long term, you know, you always need a car or some type of you know transportation. I heard you know in about twenty five to thirty years, we all have electric cars. Yeah. So um, no. electric, you know, uh, <laughs> that's that's the key. That's the key. But you know, yeah. just if you if you think long term, you know, there will so much things will change over the next twenty thirty years. Um, you know, if it's it's the truth, <laughs> Chad. Chad shaking his head. I think he's a so, hot rod purist. <laughs> Chad was one of those almost those muscle cars. <laughs> I, love, I love the Teslas, man. And uh, I've owned a couple of them. Love them, great cars. But uh, what we found out in uh, 
in, in our, with our analyst is that the infrastructure in America, the electrical infrastructure cannot support. They're talking about 10 years, 15 years going all electric. There's, there's not enough. This is in, it, it'll never, it'll never happen right. that, that quickly. I, I think maybe 30 years if they start putting infrastructure in now. And so I think that, you know, you always get to a, to a choke point in any, anything you want to do. And you got to widen that choke point. And I think in, with electric cars, our choke point is our infrastructure and our power grid. So you're talking about it, being able to recharge the cars. Like, you know, there's a filling station on every corner now for gasoline. Right. Listen to me uh, saying filling station. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, just, I watched an episode of Andy Griffith this morning. <laughs> 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 and, uh, but I, so that's that's your point is that because you see them sporadically here and there, but yeah, and, but it's going to take a while. And it's neat technology. I love it. It's, well, that's it's that's great. where that's where your business can yeah. grow. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the biggest thing it's basically like adding an, another uh, another heating element in your house. You know what I mean? Like I would say air conditioner, but it's not necessarily air conditioner. But um, it's it takes a lot of power to charge one of those cars. Um, I've got a couple customers that have them already um, that have those setups already. Um, once they're installed, they're pretty cool. They're they're simple. Um, but like, like he said, I mean, um, the biggest thing is not going to be the ones at the house. It's going to be when you're on the road, you know, when you're traveling, you gotta, you gotta hunt down a place. Um, it's going to take a lot of money and a lot of investment from, from somebody, you know yeah. what I mean? To get that done. But there might be also a niche, you know, if the, um, you know, the, the residential, uh, green, green power, yeah, green energy, sure. you know, you yeah. have to hook up somehow, you know, if we all have to have solar Solus. panels on our, 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 our roof, yeah. you know, um, you, you, the man who, you know, brings the power from the yeah, roof, for sure. uh, to, to the kitchen, you know? Yeah. So, um, I think, um, you know, you have tons of opportunities and, you know, um, I mean, uh, the market is wide open. For oh this. yes. And it changes, you know, that's, that's something that'll be a new thing. Um, well, I wouldn't say a new thing cause a lot of people are already putting them in. Um, but around here it's not super common. Um, but it, it will be one day, you know, I don't know if it's next year. I don't know if it's five years, 10 years from now. So I'm researching solar for one of my houses now. Yeah. And so, uh, I've, I've been reading a little bit about solar and I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, the panels don't last as long as I'd like for them to yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that's an issue cost versus longevity. Yeah. But, uh, I like the idea. Yeah. We put, um, years ago, I worked for another guy and, uh, we put the one down in cave spring, that really big, uh, really big solar field uh-huh. out there. Um, super cool. Um, experience working on it we just happened to do it when it was going to rain every day and it's in the bottom of a hill and it was it was a mess but uh it's super cool stuff yeah, yeah. and I it's just, starting to get big too right now solar is i just wonder what they're going to do if this happens in 20 years or 30 years i feel sorry for like the tv shows at the time because like what would starsky and hutch have looked like if they were tooling, <laughs> t- tooling around in an electric car do you, do you catch that reference thomas do you know what starsky and hutch is yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know the Fort grand torino that you know or yeah, something yeah. The, yeah. where the cops are out chasing the bad guys uh, you know instead of putting around a little electric car but maybe maybe they can make electric cars to look like muscle cars and act like muscle cars and all that stuff well so my son had one that had actually the the, the engine sound that comes through the speakers <laughs> really yeah so uh, you know the, the, i think they're gonna the, 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 you know we're americans we like raw, yeah. raw power and noise and squealing tires and smell of burnt rubber and gonna it's gonna be hard it, right? it's, it's I, gonna be yeah. hard to replace yeah, yeah. I, could, I could tell when thomas was you were you were shaking your head when thomas was started talking about electric cars <laughs> i could i could tell that's something that you're a purist you, you, you know it's gonna happen but you don't really want it to and <laughs> right right um interesting so but but other other than that you've been around a few years and so 
do you have to do any marketing anymore per se, or is it uh, word is it word of mouth? Is yeah, it? No, uh, we have a great book of business that people that are only going to do business with us, but we're always uh, very aggressive in marketing uh, to acquire new business. Um, you know, you, you've got to stay on top of it. You can't ever get complacent. Uh, the day you get complacent, the day you start to die in business. So I've, I'm very aggressive in advertising. Yeah, good. Uh, what about you, Austin? Is it is it coming out of the gate? Have you been able to do it, or need to do it, or want to do it? Or well, um, I won't lie. I've been almost total hundred percent word of mouth, uh, re- local referrals, family referrals, stuff like that. Um, mainly because I'm scared if I start advertising, it's going to grow so fast, so quick <laughs> that I'm not going to be able to keep up. Um, it's the biggest problem for me right now is finding uh, qualified help. You know, I, anyone can find help, so to speak. But as far as like a trained electrician, there's not very many of them. Um, and I don't know what the solution to that is. It's, it's bad business to go and steal them from other people, I feel. So, uh, there's only so many of them in Rome and there's not a lot of them in training. Um, so that's my biggest thing is I hadn't really, I don't have a good plan in place to grow as fast as I'd like to. And that's something I really need to work at. I need to figure out. You got to help. You got a plan for him, Chad? I don't have a plan, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's just, it's very sad to me that you hear you there's not a lot of electricians in training. Yeah. Like these, these guys out here these young guys man they need to understand that taking up a trade is a good thing man they, they, yeah. they, you don't have to not everybody's going to be an attorney or a doctor or need to go to school for 10 years sometimes you need to get out in the field and get your hands dirty and you can earn a ton of money that oh, way yeah. right and, quick and that's too. actually another benefits to be a part of the chamber because we advocate for for your industry as well so we just hired a new person uh at the chamber who's you know just in charge of workforce development oh, so okay. he's going to be the key person between uh, the technical colleges and you know the local schools and you know r- <clears throat> right you know it's it's about skills and trades and and we need those and yeah. uh you know if there's a you know key connection in there you know to open up the communication you know and to to tell them you know far in advance the benefits of having it trade you know yeah, sure. um i think that's that would be super beneficial for our local economy and yeah. listen if we could just post what this guy makes a year everybody would <laughs> well says, I, the, says the guy who owns an airplane yeah, yeah airplane he's got a parachute <laughs> on it right <laughs> i need to i need to meet that guy though that y'all just hired then i i think i did meet him at the um orientation but right. uh we need to sit down and talk I've, I've got a bunch of good connections like at uh i went through georgia northwestern right and uh, i still talk to them all the time um Scott Carter, great guy. He's the main electrician, main guy with the electrical stuff over there. Um, and we've hired, I mean, it, it, other companies I've worked for, um, when we were in need of people, I'd let him know and he'd send me some of the best in his class that were ready to work right. and they'd be great guys. I mean, they, you know, it's the only problem is there's just not a lot of people going there. And, and I say that they might have 20 guys in the class right now, but that's not a lot of people. You right. know what I mean? Right. Uh, in the, in the, there's a lot of electrical contractors around here. 20 guys, we grab them up real quick. Well, I'm going to take this opportunity to digress because I do this from time to time. Uh, I'm a big Elvis Presley fan. <laughs> and, and I know you may think, where, where the heck is this going? Um, but when Elvis graduated high school, he went to work for a company called Crown Electric in Memphis, Tennessee. But he wanted to be a singer, and he was trying to make his singing career go. Yeah. And his father said, son, you need to be an electrician. I've never seen a guitar player that was worth a damn. And his father said, electricians don't go looking for work. Work comes looking for electricians. Yep. And Elvis said, well, I'll continue working at Crown Electric, Daddy, while I pursue music. Now, the music thing worked out. I don't know if y'all heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but he was training to be an electrician. How about that? <laughs> so, uh, and the one thing I wanted to ask both of you, and I'm trying, I'm trying to ask this kindly because um, consumers stereotypically might have a little bit of trepidation about a car salesman when they walk on a lot, or they might have a little bit of nervousness about a contractor that's coming into their house to do some work. And, you know, we don't know what we're talking about. So we're trusting that y'all know what you're talking about. So kind of how do you overcome that and make your customers feel at ease that you're doing them, you're doing them solid. You're doing right by them. All right. So listen, we, when we opened, uh, we, like I said earlier, we, we have a Christian company. So Honesty is number one for me. I, I could care less about the money. If you treat the people right, the money comes automatic. Yep. Um, and so we just treat the people right. We do things like a three-day swap on most vehicles. Like if you buy a car from me and you don't like it in two or three days, bring it back to me. I don't care. Just get another one. Uh, nobody does that. Nobody. And uh, so also we stand behind the engine and transmissions for a couple weeks Make sure they got a good car. You know, things like that. I take all the risk. I try to mitigate all the risk out of buying a used car, and there's nobody that does business like that. And so once somebody does business with us, they usually always do business with us in that way. Great. Austin? Yeah. Um, That's a good point you brought up, too. Uh, We see it all the time. So one thing is I'll I'll, I'll tell anybody, you know, get another estimate. Get someone else come out. That's fine. You know, I I stand by what I do, and they might be a few dollars cheaper than me, but I can promise you the product I'm going to give you is going to be a good product. Right. so that's that's one thing I always try to tell people and try to show people. We've got a bunch of references, um, a, a phone full of beautiful pictures of beautiful kitchens and bathrooms and houses and and everything. So, uh, you know, I, I like I like to let my product talk for itself. Well, word of mouth, you, you know, that's marketing uh, tool number one, and you know that happens out in the street in the restaurant with a friend with a family. But secondly, you know, uh, we are all mobile now, you know, we, we are checking our phones and um, reviews are so important. Um, you know, you, you check out star ratings, you check out the review, the, the customers uh, purchasing cars in the past two months, what was their experience. And, um, you know, if, if you trust that website and you trust those reviews, um, you know, the business comes automatically. And, you know, um, I know you're still in the process of building up and, uh you know your 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 books are full right now, but uh, you know I strongly recommend to have some kind of you know online presence, um, just just you know for the reviews. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've got a Facebook page, and I've, I think I've got a Google page set up. I just haven't I hadn't started advertising adver- advertising that, um, right. and that's one thing I think of every morning. I'm like, man, I need to be getting these people to leave a review, or I need to say, hey, you know, any previous customers, you know, good or bad, just leave a review and let people know how your experience was. Um, and then I get busy and drop the ball on it, you know. But that's one thing I really need to get 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 together. Well, is, so uh, something some I found out about reviews, right, is that sometimes the only time people ever leave a review is if they have some kind of negative experience. Yeah, that's so, true. And and so a guy will come by. I had a situation. A guy bought a sports car, like an eight hundred horsepower, super custom car. Uh, takes it out to the racetrack, blows it up, leaves me a bad review. Wow. So you have those kind of things that are that are, you've done everything right, you've done everything just like you're supposed to do, but the customer sometimes uh, is going to blame you for their mistake, no matter what. Right. Uh, it can be a year later sometimes, and something will pop up, and I'll be like, "What is this? What are they talking about?" And I have to have my employees pull the file 
and they bought a car a year and a half or two years ago and right. are complaining because they got to put brakes on it. Right. I mean, right. So, yeah. And sometimes you, you have to have those bad experiences, you know, in, within the, the good reviews because that, that's life, you know, things right. happen. And if you, yeah. if you respond to, to this accordingly, people, you know, trust you. They, I mean, we, we all go to ups and downs and, you know, Three day rule for me. I don't ever respond to them in the first three days because I get too emotional. Right. Like yeah. I, I get, I, have, I give myself seventy two hours to, to to let it cook uh, because yeah. I, I don't want to come off. Yeah, don't wrong. Pre- don't press send. Right, right. I get I get <laughs> yeah. pretty upset. And the beautiful me. thing is it's free, right? Yeah. So uh, you don't have to pay any advertising fees. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to create like an ad. Uh, you know uh, or worry about who's you know spreading uh, your flyers or your information uh, yeah it's free uh, it's yeah. not it's super one well, thing i've noticed is uh a lot of judgment's going to come from a business on how they respond to a bad review as well even if the customer's 100 out of line you can't you can't call right. them out right. you just got to right. suck it up you got sorry you had that experience you know please reach out to us if we can make it better you know Please call us. Let right. us know what we can do to make it right. Even when they took the car out and it caught on fire because they blew it up, you know, uh, just got to suck it up. Uh, I know. I know. I know. But well, we stumbled into something. This is an intri- <laughs> intriguing topic. Well, as, as we wrap up here, what's what's some contact information, website, Facebook, phone numbers? How can people reach out to you to do business? Chad, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, our Dealership number is 706-237-7668. Our website is honestcardeal.com. Uh, you can find us on any social media platform. And uh, listen, if you come by Dean Avenue, rev your engine like everybody else, we'll hear you. <laughs> Dean Avenue, either way. Either way. That's, yep. that's the, yeah, years and years and years ago, the, uh, the Falcons used to be at the Swanee exit on I-85. And there was a northbound and a southbound Waffle House. And <laughs> man, if I and getting a Waffle House comparison is big time in Georgia. I, mean, I like well, it. Well, you're, well, you're, I like it. Well, you're on both sides of the street. Uh, uh, so, Austin, uh, contact information. How can people reach out to get some electrical work done? Yes, sir. So, Matthew's Lighting and Electric. My phone number is 706-802-7233. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Matthew's Lighting and Electric, LLC. Um, yeah, give us a call. Be more than happy to come out, look at whatever you need done, give you a price, just come do it, whatever you want. We can do it. And and chamber members especially, you know, you're you're relatively yeah, new business sure. in town. Yep. Reach out. Yeah, uh, I know there's a couple other electricians in the group. Um and sadly I've worked for two of them. That's my <laughs> I've got the most experience with them. Um and so uh Yeah, utilize yeah. our website. We, you yeah. can drop post search there as well. So um uh, ask me if you have any questions. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Look forward to it. Using the website, figuring all that out. Any final thoughts, Thomas? Well, I think it was a great group, uh, a small, you know, but, you know, sometimes it's about the quality. Uh, so um, a great group of guests. Thanks for coming for the first time, you know, live, in person. <laughs> This is awesome. Everybody's really. audio right. sounds great. We're not dealing with right. the Internet and somebody being on a phone or a laptop or yeah, <laughs> on Zoom. This is great. Thanks for having me again. Guys. Yes. And then, you know, we always come up with a little theme. You know, of course, uh, I was thinking about it, what we can do right now, like, autonomous cars is a little too early so uh, we don't talk about that yet <laughs> but you know it's about expertise and experience you know so we have expertise we have experience and you know if you combine those things you know um, we can go into the right direction and grab those opportunities see thomas always 
just sums things up with this common thread. He's so eloquent. <laughs> he is. He's good at what he does. It's the sure. accent. Half of it's the accent. I love that guy's accent. <laughs> yeah, he, as we say down south, he ain't from around here. <laughs> but uh, he's been great for our community, man. Yeah, he yeah. has. Um, well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for being here. This was a fantastic show. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight, broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios inside the Mainness Business Center, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much.